0: Hi, I'm Mike Douglas with Mike's Minute, or two, or maybe even three today. We live in a culture of offensiveness. We take offense at anything. And we call other people offensive who don't get offended at that which we get offended. We're just offended all the time by just about anything. For example, the New York Post just reported that a University of Oxford student council voted to ban clapping applause at commencement ceremonies at the risk of offending the hearing impaired, the deaf. The Post provided this quote, Loud noises, including whooping and traditional applause, are argued to present an access issue for some disabled students who have anxiety disorders, sensory sensitivity, and or those who are using impairment aids. Instead, the Oxford students recommend a general sign language gesture for clapping. They call it waving jazz hands. Okay, but more than one observer has asked this question, what about the blind? They can't see waving hands, but they can hear clapping. What to do? Now, the reason I bring this up is to address the issue of taking offense. We can, for the greater good of ourselves and others, choose not to take offense. Here's an example. On December 13, 1995, Julio Cesar Roybal, a missionary in Cali, Colombia, was assassinated by suspected drug cartel hitmen as he left a meeting of other pastors. The assassination sent shockwaves throughout the country. Roybal had been instrumental in sparking positive change in the lives of many Colombians, even many former drug cartel members, as they exchanged drugs and a violent culture for a Christ-centered worldview. Several years later, I heard Julio Roibald's wife, Ruth, speak at a conference. After her husband's assassination, Ruth stayed on in Colombia to carry on the mission to change lives for good. Ruth was asked by the moderator, "'How could you stay there after they killed your husband?' Ruth Roybal's response was quick and decisive. I chose not to be offended. She said, I chose not to be offended. Ruth Royball put the call of Christ ahead of her own justifiable offenses created by the opposition. And there are many other examples as well, just too many to rehearse now. All to say, I encourage us to start choosing not to to be offended. It frees us up from our own bondage to things and people who probably don't know or care that we're offended anyway. The toll that harboring offenses takes on us can destroy us, one offense at a time. Does your worldview embrace the concept of forgiveness and choosing not to be offended? It's just a question, and I hope you're not offended by it. For Mike's Minute, I'm Mike Douglas.